With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
morning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. You're listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. And I am your host, Evangelist Portia MacIver. We thank you all for coming out today on this beautiful, sunny Sunday. Though things are not right in the world, things are right in the spiritual world. Amen. Everything is going just as it should. We thank you all for coming out this morning. And I want to recognize my co-host, Sister Stephanie Pritchett. She's the one that puts all this up, y'all. The music that you hear, um, my outfit, my wardrobe, my hair. Yeah, she's the one that pulls all that together. All my jewelry, although I don't have any today except for my ring, but she's the one that pulls all up together. So I want to thank her also this morning. Um, as you can see, the title is, Who Left the Gate Open? And I'm coming from Joshua chapter 2. But before we get into all of that, I want to, um, Mrs. Stephanie, do you have the prayer list? You want to read it? Or you want to call it out to me and I read it as well? Okay, she's going to call them out to me. The McIver family. Cook family, the Bats family, Mariah McCoy, my little niece, um, please pray for her. She's on her, it's either second or third operation, so pray for her. It's her, it's Mariah's birthday. Happy birthday, Mariah. Today is her birthday, y'all, and I think she's three. I've got to find out from my sister Cassie, but happy birthday, Mariah. Thank God she is still with us, and God is going to use her mightily. Watch. Well, Atisha Davis and her family, Elsie Cook and her family, the Link family, the Elliott family, Brother Lennon Owens. And also the Rucker family. They just lost um, Ophelia Ruck Rucker. And uh, she passed away with double pneumonia and COVID. So just pray for the Walker and the Rucker. And what is his mom's last name? Colin? No? No, she's not Walker. Okay, I'm not sure of what um, the other lady's name. I think it's Ms. Colin. Um, but I've got to find that. I don't know why I can't remember that last name. Because her husband has a double name. Um, mm. No, Walter Walker is dead. Or stepdad. 
Anyway, um, Nakia Walker's stepdad. I'll put it that way. Um, so pray for those families. And um, like I said, the Macaulay's are all of us. a bunch of us. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Finding out more and more and more. And, um, yeah, it's a bunch of us, y'all. I mean, a whole bunch of people that I didn't even know I had. But thank God, my daughter is contacting a lot of them, or they're contacting her. And, um, I'm learning. Mm. I'm learning. I've got a big, big family. But I thank God for them. Amen. Forgive me for that. I had to wet my whistle. Like I said, I'm here today. Hello. Ah. Yeah, I am. Um, last week, I had two big, and then I, at my age, I should not have zits. But I had two big zits sitting up on my face. And I'm like, oh my God, Mount Mosuvia. And what did the, what was the other one say? Um, I forgot. Mount something. Anyway. Mount Mesuvius is gone. It's smooth. But this little thing, Mount St. Helen, that's what I said. This little thing is still hanging on. So it's like, you know what? I'm going on anyway. Love me with my little Mount St. Helen or not. I'm here. <laughs> Amen. Because I, I told my daughter, I said, you don't never see a preacher going behind a curtain preaching. He's out and he's at the pulpit. Here, with this computer, on this table, yeah, that's my pulpit. And I'm here to talk to y'all. Amen. Who left the gate open? And we've already did the prayer list. We want to recognize all the countries that are with us. Do you have them with you? Okay, she has put them in the description box. But I want to call out a few. Zambia. The Netherlands, um, Ireland, um, what is Ghana, India, United Kingdom. Hey, United Kingdom. France. France. Russia. Russia. All right. Those are just a few. The rest of them you can see in our description box. But I thank all of you for hanging out with us this morning. Amen. We're hanging out internationally, y'all. Yes, we are. So if you are on here with me, I don't know if they know who you are or not, but um, Stephanie, can you see who's online right now? Okay, but no one's on Facebook yet. Okay. Anyway, whoever you are, if they when they see this on YouTube, I don't know how they're going to find out who you are or anything like that, but we just say thank you for coming. Um, all of you around the world, all of the nations that I've named, thank you for coming out today. Amen. And even all of you in the United States, thank you for coming out today. God loves you. I don't care where you're from, what nationality, what skin complexion, whether you're tall or short or fat or skinny. Doesn't matter. God loves you anyway. Amen. He made you just the way you are. 
Amen. We thank God for all y'all being here once more. I like to say that more than one time because you have no idea how thankful I am that you even come out to hear me. Amen. Or to hear the word of God. Now we're going to ask, let me find out first. Sister Stephanie, do you have Joshua on your phone? Okay, um, you want to read it or? Okay, she's going to play it out loud, and I hope you all can hear it. And I pray that YouTube and all the others are working right this morning, because I was trying to listen to some of my um, YouTube friends last night, and it started, what do they call that? Buffering. Buffering. And most of the program I didn't even hear. I don't know what's going on with YouTube here lately. But that buffering has really gotten out of control. Now, these are nice people. They're not any kind of people that's talking religion or um, politics. They were simply telling us how to save our seed. And I'm saying, well, they won't even play them. I don't know what went on, you know, because a lot of stuff is going on out there with YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. and don't know. But I pray that this is going to come to you nice and clear today. Amen. Because I want you to hear the message that God has for you. Who left the gate open? Now, I went and I found out, of course, I already know what a gate was. But I wanted to see, you know, was there anything else that I was missing? Of course, a gate is an entry or exit way to your home, to your city to your heart, to your mind, amen, a gate. It's an opening or an exit. Now, Matthew 16 says, when Jesus was walking with his disciples, he asked Peter, Peter, who do they say I am? And Peter answered, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus told him that flesh and blood could not have revealed that to him. But it had to be his Father who was in heaven. And he said, Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. Now he wasn't talking about Peter, even though Peter's name meant rock or pebble, stone. But that's not what he was talking about. He was talking about that truth, that revealing. Amen. He said, on this rock, I will, on this truth, I will build my church, my ecclesia, and the gates of hell. Listen to this now. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now when he said that, he was talking a in a spiritual manner. He said the gates of hell shall not. Now when Jesus said shall not, his father said shall not, because he wouldn't say anything that the father didn't say. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now we went through that word this morning. And what was it, Sister Stephanie? 
shall not rule over it. Dominate. Shall not dominate. Influence it. Surpass. Surpass. All right. The gates of hell shall not exalt itself above the truth of God, that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. The gates of hell can't prevail against that, and that he came to save his people from their sin. The gates of hell shall not exalt itself above that. It can't change it. It can't turn it around. Can't move it one bit. Amen. That truth was unmovable. Undisputable. Amen. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And when he hung, bled, and died on that cross and said, It is finished, that was it, y'all. The gates of hell could not, shall not, will not, never can prevail against it. Amen. Can't exalt itself against it. Amen. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is Lord. The Bible tells us that owner, ruler. Amen. Head of it all. The only one that's above him is the Father. And Jesus is king. But the Father is king of kings. Amen. Now, we're not going down that political field this morning. I'm just saying, who left the gate open? Amen. Now, when you have a gate, like I said, at your home or uh, at your business, some businesses have gates in front of them that they pull across at night to keep everything safe. That's what a gate is for, is to keep everything safe, to keep out the unwanted and to keep in the wanted, you know. Or to keep trouble, oh, I'll put it this way, to keep trouble from coming in. To keep trouble from happening in your safe place. Amen. Now, every one of us has a gate. Whether it be to your eyes, to your heart. Amen. That's some personal place. We're not going there. There are several entrances that we have that we need to keep the gate closed, you know? When you keep your gate open, anyone, it's like a welcome. Like, hey, everybody's welcome. But if you keep it, if you keep it open, that is, that's what happens. Everybody's welcome. But if you keep it closed, that tells people, don't come in here. Or it tells someone, ask before you come in. Because we got it closed. And if you don't belong here, then you don't need to come in. Unless you have permission. Usually you do have to have permission to come through a gate. But in Jerusalem, well, and what is the name of that city? Oh, boy. Mm. Jericho. Okay. In Jericho that day, the gates were wide open. They thought they were safe. Now, we're going to have Sister Stephanie play this particular scripture, scripture, Joshua 2, to let you know what's going on, and then I will be back. Joshua 2. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim, 
two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went, and came into an harlot's house named Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho's... Okay, she got the wrong version. I want the new international version that makes it a little bit plainer. Joshua 2. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Okay, then Joshua, son of Nun, called two spies to ask them to go over and spy in Jericho. And when they went over, they did, they went over. Now, see, this, let me explain something to you. This was the second time. This also happened when Moses was over the people of Israel. But by this time, Moses had died and Joshua had taken over. So he decided that he's going to try this city one more time because God promised them that city. But the first time they went over, they chickened out. And it was 40 years before. Mm. Oh, I could go deep into that, but I won't. But um, it was 40 years before they came upon that city again. And this time, Moses was dead. But Joshua was alive and well. Joshua was one of those, you, you ever have those kids around me, uh, around you, you know, like you're in a classroom, and you have someone sitting there, the teacher ask a question, and most of them would sit there like, uh, you know, but there's always that one, call me, pick me, pick me. That's the way Joshua was. That was his personality. So he decided to go on, oh, we're going to try this again. I know we went over there one time before, and y'all said there were giants in the land. But you know what? Giants don't have nothing over my God. So we're going to try it again. So he called the was the son of none. Now Joshua was the son of none. He called two spies. And he sent them over in the land of Jericho. When the spies got over there, the gates were open to the city. So they walked right on in, just like anybody else, you know. But then someone spotted them. And they knew that they were not of them because the people of Jericho dressed differently. And these people, these spies that came in, yeah, they dressed differently. They hadn't been around the city people. They had been out in the wilderness for 40 years. So imagine what they looked like. But the people in there knew. I'm quite sure it was some guard or something that saw them and knew. Wait a minute, they're not like us. They don't belong here. So they went to Rahab's house. So I guess they figured, okay, well, there's some men coming in, you know, for Rahab, just some of her customers. Rahab had a house in Jericho that was literally built into the wall of Jericho. Jericho was a walled city with gates. Mm. And they left those gates open. And in walked our Hebrew brothers. 
and they went to Rahab's house because she's the first house up there on the wall, you know. So they went into there, went knocking, and she let them in, and they thought no more of it. They knew they were strangers, but they thought no more of it because they went in Rahab's house. Mm -hmm. Now, we know the history of Rahab. You can go in Bible and look it up or Google it. And you will find out that Rahab was it was the city prostitute. Now that might have had something to do with why she had a house built on the wall. But I don't know. We're not going down that road. But when they went into Rahab's house, she talked to them. They talked to her and they told her what was going on. And she hid them. She so she told them she they they have been waiting for them. They knew about them. Because 40 years ago, they heard about them and that they were going to come. But she said she had been waiting for 40 years. So we know one thing, Rahab was an older woman. So if she's been waiting for 40 years, hey, I'm going to let that one alone. But anyway, um, she took them. She told them to go upstairs. And she took them and hide, hid them under some flax that she had up on the roof. Now, I'm going to ask Sister Stephanie to look up what flax is. I know what flax seeds are, <laughs> but I have no idea all of what flax is. So, I'm going to ask her while I'm talking to look up what flax is. But anyway, oh my goodness, I'm using up all of your instruments on it. <laughs> oh my. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so she hid them under the flax because someone started knocking at the door. See, they come, they came because they were curious. Who are these men that just came in our city? We saw them come in your house. And she shooed them upstairs and told them, go upstairs, hide under the flax that's up on my roof. Do you have it? Okay. Hopefully I got the right thing. <laughs> okay, uh, so it says, says flax is a Plant fiber in the biblical times mm -hmm. used to make linen. Oh, a tree or a plant or something like a big. Yeah, plant. it was uh, vegetation. I'll put it that way. Used to make linen. I didn't know linen was made of flax. See, you learn here. Mm -hmm. Linen is made of flax. Well, thank you, Lord. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's that way now or not, but I'll find out. But um, I know about flax seeds because, you know, I like the flax seeds, flax seed wraps. And I like to put flax seeds in my smoothies and stuff. But anyway, it was a plant that they made um, linen from. And she had stalks of it up on her roof. She had enough up there to cover these men that came to her. So when they came, the men from the city of Jericho came to her, and they started talking. You want to finish that? Okay. Here we go. Joshua 2. Then Joshua, again. son of Nun, <laughs> secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab mm -hmm. and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. 
So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At Mm -hmm. dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. Mm -hmm. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the Mm -hmm. gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt Mm -hmm. and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family, because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. Mm -hmm. She said to them, go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house, if any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head. If a hand is laid on them, but if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, Mm -hmm. and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. All right. The Lord has surely given the land unto our hands. All the people are melting with fear because of us. Now, you know, somebody said that, and that makes you say, yes, we got to do it. It gives you strength. It gives you hope. But as I said, let's go back to the beginning. She hid those men. When they came in town, she hid those men. 
But they had already heard about those men, and the people shook in their boots. For they had heard about them going across the Red Sea and how they had won other battles. So Jericho was over there saying, oh, my God, we're next, we're next, we're next. Uh, well, not so fast, Jericho, right? Not right then. But down the line, they sent the spies, like I said earlier. Uh, Joshua sent the spies there. They found Rahab. Rahab hid them under the flax. And um, they made a promise. Rahab went back up on the roof after people from the city, from the king. The king sent someone to her house wanting to know, who are these men? And where are they? I guess they wanted to question them. They knew that they were spies. They knew that they were different. But she had to lie there. Now, lying is not right, y'all. Okay? Mm -hmm. But, if you'll go back and read that scripture, she told them, they may have went out through the gate, and if you hurry, you may be able to find them. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. And so they went from her house. Instead of searching her house, they went from her house, and they went out the gate, and they closed the gate. But see, if they hadn't had that gate open in the first place, maybe the spies could not have came in. But you know, the gate was open, spies came in, they met Rahab, Rahab hid them, and they made a promise, they made a pact between one another. After she had led the other men in a misdirected direction, she made a pact with them. When you come to take the city, I want you to promise me that you will take me or let no harm come to me, my mother, my father, my brother and sister, and all of all of them that belong to them. You have to make me a promise because I'm hiding you here. And I'm really putting my own life and my family's life in danger. Because, see, if those day, in those days, if they killed her, they were going to kill her whole family. So she told them, look, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, y'all. You got to do something for me. No, I don't want your money and all this kind of stuff. I want you, when you come and take this city, I want you to save me and mine. And they told her, yes, we will. But you have to make us a promise. When we come back, we want you to put a scarlet ribbon or a scarlet rope in your window so that we'll know where you are. And you have to get all of your family up. They all have to be in your house waiting for us. No matter how long it takes, you got to get them in, sister, and you got to keep them in there because any are out in the street or in the court, they will not be saved. We're not going down there, but we will save you and your family. See what they were going to do when they saw that red cord, they were going to give her some kind of signal before they had to march around that city. Remember now? They had to march around that city for so many times and then blow the shofar and those walls were going to come down. 
but she made a pact with those two spies, and then she let them down out of her window and told them to go out in the hills, because if you go out in the hills, they won't be able to find you. See, that's why she sent those other guys the other way, and they searched all around and couldn't find a thing. But she knew where those spies were. She knew that they were up in the hills, so they waited three days hiding in the hills. Mm. And when the third day came, they left and went by the, the sea, and they found Joshua again. And when they did, they told Joshua exactly what is what, that the people are fearful, uh, fearful, fearful of us. We can take this city. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing, y'all. Go back and read Second Joshua yourself. And can you imagine the soldiers in there, all the warriors in there, saying, oh, yeah, we got them this time. We're going to take this city. Those two men brought hope back to them. They didn't come like the first two guys did. Oh, there's giants in the city. We can't take the land. They came back, and there were still giants in the city because Jericho was known for its giants. But somewhere, somehow, the giants cohabited with the people there. and But these people didn't bring back a report of giants. These people brought back a report of victory. We can take the land. And they did. But I say all of that to say this. Now, that was a good thing, you know, because they God had promised them that land. But, you know, if you've got a gate somewhere, whether in your mind in your heart, in your emotions or whatever, be careful how you leave those gates open. Because just like those spies came through that gate in Jericho, the enemy will send somebody through those gates and fool you. Amen? Satan's goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. And if you leave those gates open, believe me, he's going to come right up on in there just like those spies did. And he's going to tear it up. Amen? Now, I know I got the good and the bad. Now, let me tell you about the ugly. When Satan gets in, he's going to do a terror, and he's going to destroy. And not only is he going to take the land, he's going to take your soul if you let him. Amen? Who left your gate open? Now, in Rahab's, in Jericho, and um, the Israelites, the Hebrews, that was a good thing that the gate was left open. But they close. you notice, they closed it afterwards, right? But it was too late because it had already come and gone. But who left your gate open to whatever it is? That gate is an entryway or an exit. Who left your gate open? Did you leave something open that wasn't supposed to be open? If so, close it now. Make sure Satan does not get in. Who left your gate open? Why are you hurting? Why are you poor? Why don't you have what you need to have? There's a gate open somewhere. You need to find out what that gate is and close it in the name of Jesus before the enemy comes in and busts it wide open and take your city. Amen. Because a gate doesn't have any discrimination. Whoever comes through, comes through. Whoever goes out, goes out. Amen. You leave it open. They're going to come in. Who left the gate open in your heart, in your life? Amen. It turned out good for the Israelites, but will it turn out too good for you? 
Would it turn out good for you or would it be a tragedy? See, that's what's going on in America now. We've left too many gates open and the enemy just poured in. And he did his thing. That's what's going on now. We're going through a spiritual warfare. Well, who left your gate open? You need to close those gates in the name of Jesus. God slap them with some oil, slap them with some oil. I believe in that. That's a whole other story. But anyway, who left your gate open? Why are you heartbroken? Why are you down in despair? Because that's not the attributes of God. You've left a gate open somewhere. Search yourself. Search your life. And see what gate you left open. There are many gates in our lives. Amen. Anything that goes against the word of God is a gate. Did you leave one open? If so, shut it now. Because Yon is not going to end like Rahab did. See, Rahab and her family were saved. But when that devil gets in there, he don't want to get you saved. He's going to try to keep you from getting saved, keep you from being blessed. He will take your very life if it were possible. So close those gates. Do a search in your life and find out what gates have you left open. Why is what's happening in your life that's not of God happening? Find out what it is, what gate you left open, and close it in the name of Jesus. Immediately close it in the name of Jesus. Amen? Who left the gate open? Who left the gate open in your life? Think about that. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry, along with myself, Evangelist Portia Mike Ivor, and my co-host, Sister Stephanie Pritchard. I thank her for helping me today with the word. And as I said earlier, y'all, I'm sorry about Mount St. Helena. I have some beautiful skin, but today it's not so beautiful, and I feel very self-cautious. But you know what? I'm good. I'm still blessed highly favored in the Lord. Amen. So I hope that you all will take my advice today. Something's going on in your life. Ask yourself, what gate did I leave open? Look and find out what's going on. And then slam that gate with every bit of spiritual strength you have. Don't leave any gate open. Even before you pray at night, say, Lord, Close every gate that I've left open today, Lord. And anything that came through, I kick it out in the name of Jesus because it doesn't belong here. Now, that with Rahab and with um, Joshua and inspired, that was supposed to happen. But Yon is not. Amen? So close those gates. Because Yon won't turn out good for you. Just like it didn't turn out good for those people in Jericho. But don't let Satan get in your gate. Amen. God said if you're his, hallelujah, you're safe in him. But if you leave the gate open, he said the gates of hell shall not prevail. Amen. If you are his, then the gates of hell have no business prevailing against you and yours. Amen. So Find out now. Look around yourself. See what's going on that's not of God. And close that gate. Go in the Word and see what it says. Go in the Word. Hallelujah. And find out what prayer you should pray. Hallelujah. Jesus already gave us the model prayer. Pray that prayer in the name of Jesus. 
as it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth, in earth with you, where you are in your household. Amen. So close those gates and let them stay closed. Amen. Don't leave those gates hanging open again. Once you learn it, close it and let it stay closed. Because when we leave things open, gates and entryways and all that kind of stuff open by sinning or being lackadaisical in your faith. And I say faith, not religion, but a relationship in God. And you've fallen off from fasting. You've fallen off from reading your word and all the other things God requires us to do. It's not because it makes us, oh, I'm going to heaven because I fast. No, that's not what he's saying. Because all your works are as filthy rags. Amen. But he wants us to fast. And he wants us to read the word. All those things make you stronger. They don't get you into heaven, but they make you stronger. They make you more sensitive to the spirit. So you will know when the devil trying to get in. And you will know when your enemy is trying to get down behind you. That's what those things are for. Amen. So fast often. Read the word every day. Amen. And pray every day. Lord said, man ought to always pray. Those things are to keep you in tip-top shape for the battles that's coming your way. And believe me, there is a battle coming your way at some point in life. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. And I welcome you and I thank you for coming out to listen to us today. Close those gates, y'all. Find out what they are and close them. Gates to sicknesses, uh, all kinds of stuff. Amen. Anything that doesn't have anything to do with Jesus or goes against the word of God is a gate. So close it and let it stay closed. And ask God to move it. Hallelujah. Amen. Be blessed. God loves you. So do I. Let us go before the throne of grace in closing prayer. But before I do that, Sister Stephanie, do you have anything to say? Any um, last words? Uh, be not, be, don't be anxious and uh, uh, trust in God. Don't, All right. uh, don't trust in the creator. No, no, don't trust in the creation. Trust in the creator. Focus right. on the creator. Focus on the creator, not the creation. All right. Focus on the creator, not the creation. Well, one more thing. It makes you think about <laughs> Peter when he was crossing the water. Yeah. But his focus wasn't on Jesus. Well, it or started his out faith. on Jesus. Yes, but then his, he just, his focus was, like, interrupted or he wasn't, like, yeah. he his focus wasn't on the All path right. that he needed to go on. All right. So. He started focusing on the things. Yes. Which is rather than the person that made the thing. Mm -hmm. So focus on God and his promises, Amen. his covenant, and not Amen. what's going on around us. Oh, so what we see around us is temporary. Think Amen. on things eternal and not temporary. Think on those things that are eternal, mm -hmm. not on those things that are temporary. Yes. That's all I got to say. Thank all you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be a preacher yet, y'all. She got some good information. But focus on the creator, not the creation. Amen. Don't get like Peter. Hear the winds and the water moving all around you. 
And he was doing fine until he took his eyes off the spiritual, off the creator, the creator of the water, and started getting scared because the water was moving and the wind was blowing, and he got scared and started sinking. Don't be that way. See, that's a gate. Fear is a gate also. Close that gate. Amen. And walk on water. That's our message today. We thank you for listening. Hallelujah. God loves you. So do we. As I said before, let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. And we glorify your name. Hallelujah, Lord. We ask you to keep our minds in you. Because you said if we keep our minds on you, you would keep us in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We ask you to guide our footsteps, Lord. Hallelujah. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But he cannot do that if we keep these gates shut, Lord. Hallelujah. You said that that revelation that Peter got, that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You said, you told Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. Hallelujah. And you said, I say to you, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. And told him that the gates of hell shall not prevail against that truth, that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's where all the power is. In that name, a name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The gates of hell shall not prevail against that name. Hallelujah. Neither can it prevail against his people. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. And we glorify your name for knowing that. Hallelujah. We have faith. Hallelujah. In you and in that name. That name called Jesus. Now, nobody wants to call that name anymore, Lord. They're calling all kinds of names out there. You know, I'm not going to get into that, Lord. You know what happened. But the name of Jesus, hallelujah, is the only one where every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Because there's no name given upon men whereby man must be saved. And there's no man given upon men that is stronger. Hallelujah. That will stand throughout eternity in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. And we glorify your name. We ask you to bless each and every listening ear, Lord. Hallelujah. Heal every household that's out there, Lord. Don't let COVID come nowhere near it, Lord. Hallelujah. Because you bless those that belong to you. Lord, I thank you. And I glorify your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Saints of God, we will see you back here tonight, either scrolling my, my voice or Sister Stephanie's voice. I'm not sure which one is coming up tonight. But we thank you for being out on this Sunday afternoon. And I pray that you are doing well. And I pray that you will get this in your head. Shut every gate that's supposed to be shut. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you, if it's open, Satan going to push his way right over up and through there. And when he does, then you're going to have trouble to pay. After that, you're going to have hell to pay. Amen. So we thank you. And we just say we love you. Have a great day.
and come back to see us tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 